This Rhythm and News podcast is brought to you by the Port of Seattle. Hi, my name is Mian Rice, the Diversity and Contracting Director for the Port of Seattle. As a public agency, the Port of Seattle serves the community and our investments should benefit everyone who lives and works here. The Port is committed to equity, diversity, and inclusion and to leveling the playing field. That means continuing to open doors to contracting opportunities to all, especially women and minority-owned and disadvantaged businesses. How can you participate? List your business in Vendor Connect, a database of contractors. Attend PortGen workshops to learn how to do business with the port. Learn more about contracting opportunities at portseattle.org. For more information on operating a concessions at Seattle Tacoma International Airport, visit lease.ctacshops.com. Seattle Public Schools has two agenda items that they would like the community to be aware of. The groundbreaking of the new building for Rainier Beach High School and the redistricting that is taking place for the Seattle School Board districts. And here with me this morning to provide some insight into these issues is Beverly Redmond, Assistant Superintendent of Public Affairs at Seattle Public Schools. Good morning, Beverly. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. And yourself? I'm doing excellent. Happy Friday. Ah, thanks. Same to you. Beverly, uh, let's start by talking about Rainier Beach High School and the groundbreaking ceremony that recently took place because this is something that the community fought for and they followed it through to fruition. Yes, indeed. About a week ago, 10 days out, we were very, very fortunate to stand with the Rainier Beach community from the SPS district perspective and help celebrate the groundbreaking of this historic, historic project. Right. Now, let's talk a little bit about the economic impact of the school, because I understand there are some goals of inclusion as relates to the workforce, contractors, and possibly some other areas of development. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. So we're not just talking about something that is good for SPS. We're talking about a project that has impact for the entire Rainier Beach community. And with the largeness of this project, we were able to bring something on board called Student Community Workforce. And the priority is to make sure that we are hiring and training SPS-related students and families, as well as those who are from the community. And I would say zip codes that have been designated by the city of Seattle as those are disadvantaged. And we're encouraging women minority-owned businesses to bid on. And if there is some information that you need, there is a wonderful, wonderful tag and website called buildthebeachforusbyus.com. That is a place to go for those routine updates and to see how our community can get involved and actually put their hands on the project and reap some of the benefits. Right. Now, Beverly, let's talk a little bit about the programming uh, at the school, and I'm sure there's a lot of people in our listening audience who um, are waiting to hear the response to this question. Uh, the school right now is an ID school, but once construction is complete, will the curriculum change? Uh, will it be some sort of magnet school? Uh, and what are you projecting as it relates to uh, enrollment versus capacity in the new building? Mm-hmm. So capacity for the new building will be 1,600. Let's back where we are now in terms of enrollment, about 750 to 800 students at the school currently. So you're talking about 
over more than double the capacity that the building, the new building will be able to hold in terms of students. The focus of the school, and I know everyone's looking for this, the focus of the school remains the focus of the school. What a new school does is that it just provides enhanced opportunities within the school. So you're talking about uh, going with flexible seating and spaces that just make learning much more vibrant, if that makes sense. All right. And then the uh, the funds for the school, those came from levy funds, correct? Absolutely, yes, uh, from BEX and BTA5, yes. And we appreciate now, when, the community's support. Yep, go ahead. No. Uh, when is the new building expected to be completed and open for students? Okay, so phases of projects. So the school will never be closed. The school site, the way it's being phased in with construction, will always be the school site and open. So where we are now in 2022, sitting at this moment, is that there's some prep work that is going on so that individuals can see, if you're seeing the cranes and seeing things out there, they're drilling for what we call geothermal heating. So you're talking about a very energy-efficient building that will be coming online for the Rainier Beach community. And that phase, which we're in phase three, is scheduled to be done 24-25. Then we go into phase four, which will be uh, making sure that the existing building is demolished, the Performing Arts Center is done, and by summer of 2026, the entire project is done. So we'll be moving through phases. Okay. Um, now, Beverly, let's shift gears a little bit because the school district is also seeking input from the community as it relates to redistricting. Um, can you first talk about mm -hmm. uh, redistricting? redistricting, um, what it is, and, and why are we doing it? Yes, so redistricting. I will first like to say that redistricting sends chills down everyone's spine, but I want to put this in perspective and describe what this project is and what it isn't. Redistricting at this point is really talking about school board districts. In SPS, we have seven districts. Those districts are represented by our school board members, but each of those districts has to be balanced in terms of the number of people in them that the directors represent. So every 10 years, we are required by state law to make sure that that balancing happens, and we use census data and take a look at things just to make sure that we're balancing out. This particular type of redistricting does not impact where students go to school or where school attendance boundaries exist. This is really just about balancing, and I don't want to say just, but about balancing the representation areas for our directors. All right. Now, there is a draft uh, plan in place for people to take a look at or comment on, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. So draft plans for redistricting or school board director district redistricting is on our website, seattleschools.org. And right now I'm looking at the homepage of the website. For those of you who are visual, just like me, there is a picture of our seven-member school board. You click on that picture and it will take you to our web hub or the redistricting. And there you can see and click on maps to take a look at those seven-member districts, what the lines look like, and put in your input. We have received input from about 120 people thus far. And we're also going to be taking public comment at, our, at an upcoming board meeting. It's October 26th. So in addition to putting input into 
the form, what we call Let's Talk, to put your responses there. You can also make comment at the board meetings so that you can really represent your voice. It is important, no matter what the process is, small or large, that our community really come out, really show up, and really take a look at those maps and make sure that it represents who we are. And when I say we are, I'm a black person, so who we are as a community member. Right. And Beverly, uh, before I uh, let you go too far down this path, you know, can you talk about what the process is for the uh, redistricting of these schools? I know they have like a comment period, but can you kind of uh, talk about that so our listening audience is fully aware of how this process works? Mm -hmm. Yes. So by state law, we certainly have to make sure that the maps plans are published and we have a certain period of time to get that input in and then to make the final adjustments to the maps and make sure that this particular project is done and on time. So we're tracking with a November deadline. So this period that we're in right now is very much is very relevant to our community to take action now to go and take a look at those particular maps. Make sure that your input is reflected. Also pay attention to the October 26th board meeting. And then from there, we will be heading to close out the project and then make sure that those districts are balanced. So by November, we want to make sure that this is really completed and done well. Right. And Beverly, uh, before I let you go, you know, how important is it for, yeah. you know, our community or especially uh, communities and and neighborhoods and zip codes that have been historically um, underserved, um, not only not just by uh, the measures of Seattle Public Schools, but you know by the city of Seattle, um, you know King County, other government agencies. How important is it for them to be involved and engaged um, in this process uh, for redistricting, um, especially um, given where we are in terms of um, the the changing of the demographics? Uh, within the city limits, um, and, and then all the development that's going on as well. Mm -hmm. So it's important that communities are represented well and that the lines that we see don't break up necessarily, break up neighborhoods. So paying attention to what values most to you. Community is always at the center of, I would say, our, of the hearts of our black community. Who we are for us by us as evidenced by the rainier beach projects i'm tying it all back together community is super important making sure that as we're looking at lines that communities are not separated in any kind of way so as this is an opportunity for feedback we don't want our voice missing in that process so again whether small project or large project whether in this particular case we're not talking about attendance boundaries being moved but we want to make sure that we have continuity and balance with our neighborhoods, that we're not splitting any of those up. Well, Beverly, I, I want to thank you for joining us on today's show. Um, and, you know, I know you're mm -hmm. relatively new to the Seattle Public Schools as well, but um, for those in, in our community who not, have not met you yet, I want to just say, you know, welcome. Um, and we know that um, you guys thank are very busy you. down there under leadership of uh, Dr. Brent Jones. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes, I'm right now at my year anniversary point. I've been here a year and coming in from the Chicago area, but I do want to thank our community for being so loving, so caring. And I also want to send a couple of shout outs 
with respect to the Rainier Beach community. I don't want to forget uh, those vanguards like Betty Patu, Rita Green, Ivory Brooks as the principal of Rainier Beach, also the support of our mayor, Mayor Harrell, as well as my own superintendent, Dr. Brent Jones, as well as so many in the Rainier Beach community who really came out and made a celebration or a party with a purpose for the Rainier Beach community with the groundbreaking. It was amazing, amazing. And it just really typifies and exemplifies the heart of our black community. All right. Well, Beverly, thank you for joining us on today's show. Much continued success in all your endeavors, especially those within Seattle Public Schools, and have a great weekend.